I would just encourage everybody who's watching or listening now is like, when you're determining your dream who, like don't even think about a funnel, don't think about a sales message, no offer, nothing until you figure out your dream customer. Did you grow up being told that going to college and getting that dream job was the only way to be successful? Well, that was me too. After applying to 100 jobs in New York City and getting no responses, I changed gears and figured out that my dream job was not really having a job at all. I tried a bunch of different ways to make money online, but nothing quite felt right to me. That's when I realized that if I wanted to make it big, I needed to be serving the people I truly cared about, doing the things that got me the most excited. So I went all out helping everyone I could by teaching them everything I knew about sales funnels. But there was a problem. I could use funnel strategy to grow other people's businesses, but how could I use it to grow my own? This podcast is here to give you that answer. Listen and join me on my journey as I reveal the real talk behind the scenes of the world's best internet sales funnels. My name is Brennan Kelly and welcome to What the Funnel. Here we go, guys. Welcome back to What the Funnel. What the Funnel is going on. I'm super, super, super hyped to be here because we have Mr. Steven Larson in the house. Now, honestly, he does not even need an introduction. If you don't know who he is by now, uh, you know, stop listening. (laughs) Dude, what's going on, Steve? So happy to have you here. Uh, Say hi to the audience here. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for having me on. This is an awesome and clever podcast, dude. This is really cool. <laughs> yeah, so um, so what I wanted to talk to you about today, and we don't have too much time, but going to like the anatomy of a sales page. I mean, you were the top, the lead funnel builder at ClickFunnels for a few years. You built, you know, probably a thousand funnels now at least. And um, really, you're like one of the go-to guys in this industry, if not, you know, the top one or two here. So, you know, I wanted to pick your brain, kind of figure out what's going through your head when you're building a sales page, because I feel like nobody's really talked about it. You know, what, what are the pieces in there? Um, you know, what is the strategy? And I don't know, I guess, uh, you know, start there. What, what are you thinking usually? You know, what are the essential pieces of the sales page? And, um, you know, how can people kind of take these and, you know, use it for their own funnels? You know, what's interesting is, um, and I like what you and I are chatting on right before we got on this, is uh, everything goes back to the who, right? And if they don't know the who that they're selling, it's very challenging to create anything. Um, and too many times people go and they start building something that they like, but they're not the ones buying it, right? So why are they caring what their opinions are? They shouldn't. Um, unless it's, I mean, as long as it's ethical and moral, like, I don't really care what I'm selling and I don't care who I'm selling to and uh, what it is or the price points that I should be selling at. Like it, it really, I think people get too opinionated on it. Um, anyways, so let's say like it's somebody, I don't know, what would you say? Is this somebody who's like hot audience or warm or cold or what would you? I'd say, let, let's say we're running to cold traffic. Um, you know, just what, what are we thinking? Cause we have our copy, we have our, um, you know, I know Julie has sort of a blueprint where she says, all right, you need to have, uh, you know, at least three bonuses you need to have, you know, your uh, as seen on logos and all that stuff. So, you know, are we, th- besides the copy, what, what's going through your head? Like, are we kind of, you know, perfect webinaring almost like through the page? So that, I don't know, like that, that's why I feel like nobody has really figured out somewhat of a blueprint or a structure on how to actually write out a sales page on like a traditional tripwire. So uh, yeah. give me your process there. Yeah, totally. So actually, let me, let me start another way. I never target cold traffic <laughs> ever. Okay. Um, even with Facebook ads, I, I don't want them to do cold. I actually, we go for hot and maybe warm. Um, I've been seeing so, ads for like the last month on the, <laughs> the first day of the, the class you did, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And what's interesting, the reason I do that is because uh, it kind of goes back to Eugene Schwartz. You know, so I'm drawing here as if you can see it, but I know you can't. But uh, mm-hmm. so Eugene Schwartz says, right, there's hot, warm, cold traffic. I actually contend that there's one more. Um, so it's hot, warm, and cold. And if, before I even think about a sales page, I wanted to find the dream customer who's going to see it. So it's hot, warm, cold. But above hot, I actually put dream. So there's one more piece of criteria on this. So he puts hot traffic as someone who is obviously problem aware and solution aware. Mm-hmm. But warm traffic as if they're problem aware but not solution aware. And obviously, I mean, obviously you know this. And then cold is problem is someone who's not problem aware and not solution aware. And so I, I never go cold because it actually one of my favorite episodes of Shark Tank. Um, the only reason they didn't invest with him with this they loved the product i remember this guy got on they loved the product they loved him everything was amazing they're like oh my gosh this is incredible no one's done this and it's it was prolific in a way that was powerful the one reason why they didn't actually fund the guy is because one one statement which um i think it might have been kevin o'leary said i think so if not whatever anyways he goes he goes, the only reason why I'm not going to invest in this is because of the millions of dollars it will cost to educate the market before they're ready to buy something like that. And so that's the reason why like, I never go cold. Um, I seldom go warm. In fact, ClickFunnels, I would contend, barely started going warm. and They've done hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, I only go hot in what I consider dream. So dream traffic to me is someone who's problem aware, solution aware, and a buyer. In Eugene Schwartz model, you don't have to actually, they don't have to be a buyer in order for them to be hot traffic, but I, I don't even want to sell them. I want to go and identify someone who's already purchasing because it sifts out all the cheap people who are not willing to spend money, right. who's problem aware and solution aware, so solution aware that they've been purchasing, that they've actually, they've actually been a buyer in the past to try and solve their problem. Um, so I'm going to go identify that person. And then what I go do, I know, you know most people can't see this, but like what I go do is I, I think through like there's a few statements here I need to figure out. Um, one of them is, is what I, it's what I now call the fight for and fight against. So like, what is this person fighting for it? They want to know what I'm fighting for, but it doesn't really matter. They want me to think about them. Right. Right. What is that person fighting for? And what are they fighting against fight for blank fight against blank? And I'll tell you, that is one of the easiest ways to create a hook. So like the easy format for any sales page is hook story offer, right? Which is, we teach like crazy, but like how, right? And the hook is one of the hardest parts to come up with the story. Not that hard offer really not that hard. And I mean, you know that as well, right? But like the hook part that can be the most stressful and challenging piece of it. So there's a few ways I come up with that. And the first is I need to think through, and this is how I come up with like, so I come up with a lot of free front ends and I still have to sell the crap out of them. This is literally how I do it. Mm -hmm. So I'll think through like, how do I fight for, what are they fighting for and what are they fighting against and can I be a voice for that? Um, I also think through what, what is it that this dream customer is convinced it will give them success? It, that the actual physical actions that they think they need to take in order to get what they're going for. Now, let's say it's wealth or health or relationships, you know, one of those three. Um, let's say it's wealth. What are they convinced will give them success? Um, click funnels. Cool. Now, what is it that, what are the physical actions somebody must take that they believe, right? So like they know, Oh, the vehicle. Cool. The vehicle I'm going for is click funnels. The vehicle. That's the thing that's actually going to give me success. I right hear the actual fight for fight against statement. Um, we'll get there in a moment. 
But the next thing I want to figure out is actually um, um, what are the physical actions that they believe will cause them success? And I know you, you do a lot of coaching as well. Yeah. What would you say it is? Um, what, what do you mean? For, for my students, my clients? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's say someone gets a ClickFunnels account and they go, as long as I do blank, I know I'll have success. No, it, it's interesting. I think it's a little bit different for everybody. For, but for my, um, a lot of the people that I work with, what I tell them is, you know, you just want somebody who's done it, somebody who's been there and like they can walk you through it. So, and, and the people that I work with, they know the importance of coaching, right? So I don't have to sell them on coaching. So it's not like I'm sitting there trying to convince them that they need coaching, right? And I, th I think that's really important too, because it's, it's like, uh, not only tell them what they want to hear, but it's, you know, it goes back to the three per personas, right? Am yeah. I trying to go and, you know, pitch this person who's never really going to buy anyway. So you know, my people, they know they need coaching. It's not a question. So I can very easily, basically what I do is I paint the picture and I just tell them the steps on how to get there. Right. Yeah. And once they could see it and visualize it, it's like future pacing almost. Right. So I say, okay, we're going to sit down. We're going to plan out your next three months. Here's what we're going to go through. And then once they could see it, you know, they, they get that little taste, they get hungry for it. Oh. And they're like, okay, I, you know, I could see that this is going to work and, they have no problem buying at that point. So yeah, we, we can't necessarily do that if we're not chatting with everybody, you know, beforehand, like when we're selling coaching, a lot of times we'll do it on the phone. We'll get people on a call, but you know, when we're going through the sales page, um, you know, I guess I'll ask you, how do we kind of paint that same picture and, and do that same thing uh, just through copy or, you know, a, a funnel? Yeah. So, so, um, so I'm no one get weird or stressed out as I say this, but like you guys all know, like the MLM industry, mm -hmm. what does everybody convince they must do in order to have success in that industry? Friends and family, right? Friends and family. Exactly. So same thing. What does everyone convinced click funnels customers must do in order to have success with click funnels funnel hack, right? Everyone knows, right? Funnel hacking is the name of the game. Uh, seeing what customers have done and or seeing what um, other successful people have done. Um, coaching, right? That's certainly part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so what all I do, this is like super, super easy is I become the anti of what they believe causes them success because I know what my vehicle is, is going to be faster than what they are taught to go do. And when they see that it's jarring and I want that. So like I do sell my MLM space and that's what my headline is. And you know that, right? Where it's like, it's yeah. like how I have success in these three simple steps without friends and family even knowing that I'm in an MLM. And they're like, what? Right? And it's like <laughs> jarring because it's so anti their belief on how to have success with it. Um, does that make sense? So like, this is how I come up with a hook is I think through, okay, what's the vehicle that they're convinced gives them success? All right, ClickFunnels as a whole, right? Or MLM as a whole, or this supplement as a whole. What are they caused that they're, or what do they believe they're supposed to physically do mm -hmm. with that vehicle to have success? Oh, I got a funnel hack or I got to talk to friends and family or this supplement, whatever it is. I got to take it during these certain times. Now, if I, what I do is I, I actually list out tons of these beliefs about the physical action. And so I'm like, Oh, beliefs, physical action. And all I do is I start looking for one of them where I know I am like vehemently against Right. Like okay. I'm not just looking to cause noise for, for noise sake. I'm actually looking to see what, what am I hating that they're being told that I know is not true. And they're like, Oh, what's the, the, the false physical action. And so I list them out, list them out, list them out. And all I go do is I just circle one of them and go, boom, that one right there. Now that will be what I become the, the anti of in my hook. And, um, 
uh, as the page goes, I start lacing in fight for, fight against. Okay. I'm fighting for like, this is why I wear the Capitals picture, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it's jarring for people. People who don't agree with that, man, the, the sea is parted for me. I just bought one, dude, so me too. <laughs> you know what, yeah, right? And I know you get that as well, but like there is more time and attention for me put on how to do this part than how do I create a story or how to create an offer. Um, and so I start with the hook. I'll think through tons of different headlines uh, using these types of helps and like formats and how can I fight for, fight against physical things, physical actions I'm fighting against, vehicles I'm fighting for, fighting against. It's really interesting. And then all I do is um, um, the actual mechanics of the page. It's very simple. Um, I always start with, um, not always, um, like on registration pages, I never have a video. Um, but uh, anyway, because it slows down the, the process. Right, but, right. Um, so the video, usually anyway, but the, anyway, so I have a video here and literally the video script is exactly what I'm going to put on the page below it. Mm -hmm. So I'll start um, before the top of the fold, before the bottom of the, you know, before I have to scroll anywhere. Mm -hmm. I always make sure I can put the entire hook story offer above, above the, fold. the bottom okay. of the page. Okay. So they don't have to scroll anywhere. Um, so I'll always have bullet points of the offer. I'll always have like, um, um, uh, a fast little, like basically a uh, bullet point of the story even. <laughs> right. So and then the call to action above it as well. So you don't think that, let's say, you know, I, I bet a lot of people, they get worried that people are going to get turned off if, you know, they get to a page and above the fold, they have this whole pitch, right? So do you say you are, I don't know, just put it in front of them because they might not see it otherwise? Is that kind of the, the thought process behind that? I mean, it depends on the kind of person you're pitching though too and what temperature of traffic they are. Right. Um, what I'm trying to speak to is an individual who's actually conscious of the pain that they're in. So I don't need to create the pain. Um, I actually, I don't like that from like old copywriting courses. They'd be like, you got to talk about the pain mm -hmm. so that they understand they have a problem and then you can bring your solution in. It's like, that sucks. That's the definition of warm traffic. I want to go not even just hot. I want to go one beyond that. They need to be in conscious, like, oh my gosh, I'm in pain right now because I don't have the solution done. And because they're in the middle of pain, when they see this, they're like, wait, you're, I, I thought that this is how you have success. You know what I mean? Like you're saying that's not how you do it. You actually do it this way. Like, yeah, check out this sweet video, right? Bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. And there's a, there's a percentage of the audience, myself included, where I don't want to read a huge, huge page. Right. And so I'm just going to look at the bullet points. I watch the video for a few minutes and then I go. And there's a percentage though. They're like, you know what? I want to read. I'm a little more meticulous. And I'm like, sweet. I want to cater to that buying style. So when I think of a sales page, all I'm doing is I'm thinking through the, I'm trying to cater to the different buying styles. Someone on a, someone on a read. So literally this is just a, everything below the page is, is just everything that was in the video. Um, just in text format. Um, I've even seen people go as far as put like an audio version of the video. Um, or they click over to a full out just transcription of the video, not just a bullet point. It's all about once you have found something that is like, like I would test with video, I would test with, or just copy or whatever it is, whatever you choose to test with first, as soon as you know it's awesome, figure out as many ways as possible to deliver it. Because I hate blogs, man. I'm never going to read a blog. And if that's how someone's going to pitch, I'm never going to buy their thing. Mm -hmm. But same is true, the opposite. Like I got to make sure. So anyway, that's how I do it is um, um, I quite literally follow a combination of the uh, perfect webinar mixed with um, the who, what, the who, what, why, how script okay. from uh, .com secrets. So towards the end of the page, it's guarantee, recap, 
um, scarcity, urgency. It's uh, it's all those things at the bottom of the page as you keep scrolling down. Funny enough, that's actually what's inside of my video ads or video as well. Um, it's really it's literally the same thing the whole the whole way throughout. So it's a combination of those scripts throughout of it, but targeted. And I think that the five minute perfect webinar, like the, my, the students that I just went to that beta with, I said, listen, you're going to put this in the page. Literally, it's going to be your video. And then you're pretty much going to hit the same points all the way down. But, you know, a lot of people, they, they overthink it. It's crazy. You know, there's not that much that goes into it. And I was hoping that, you know, we could reveal some of that uh, on this conversation, which we did, I think, which is really cool. Yeah. So now, now yeah. you, you were talking about the, the whole for and against right before. Yeah. So, you know, what about other industries really, you know, what, what about for selling something more bland and boring and, you know, we're not really, you know, in an industry where people can take a stance and do something like that, you know, like what if somebody's selling a physical product, what if somebody's, um, you know, selling insurance, I don't know, whatever. You know, it's funny, I was at an event once and this guy was like, he said that exact same thing. He goes, but I sell something that's boring and I'm just not quite sure how to sell it because it is kind of boring and it pissed me off <laughs> and I stood up. And I was at a Q&A panel and there was like 400 people in the audience and I stood up and I was like, excuse me, but if you think you have the most boring product on the planet, you're already destined for failure. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care if you're selling like, yeah, insurance, right? If you're not excited, your customer's not going to be either, right? You are completely responsible for the level of energy that's brought into it. So you can be bad at all this stuff and just be genuinely pumped about what it is that you do and the services you provide and you'll make more money. Like, cause people can feel that it's like a sixth sense, you know, yeah. so it's actually no different, but people will think that it is. It's funny. I remember uh, an episode of Russell's podcast where he was talking about music and he blasts music in the car when he's bringing his kids to school. Yeah. Like, well, when I walk into the office, if I'm not super freaking pumped the second I walk in, why is anybody else going to be right? Right. <laughs> I walk in and I'm yelling and I'm all excited. And then, you know, <gasps> level is just straight up. So yeah, yeah. I, I guess the same thing, right? It totally is. And it's, um, it's a false belief that some business owners, owners run into when they're running a business that has anything to do with like some kind of legality thing, or there's a lot of regulations behind it or they're like, Oh, well, we're so regulated. You're not regulated on you being pumped to go <laughs> off solution to a problem, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That's a false belief. And like the hardest part is turning someone like that into a marketer. Um, so anyway, yeah. Cool, man. Well, hey, do you have anything else that you want to share with the audience? I know we got to hop off soon. You're crazy busy. <laughs> so <laughs> that's cool. Um, you know what? I um, um, this, whole, this whole funnel game, um, I mean, it goes back to what you were just saying, you and I before this, is that if you can understand the who, it's so much easier. The whole game's easier because you realize you're not making it for you. And then you go backwards and you say like, well, what do they need? What do they need? What do they need? I would just encourage everybody who's watching or listening now is like when you're determining your dream, who like, don't even think about a funnel. Don't think about a sales message, no offer, nothing until you figure out your dream customer, your dream customer, right? One who's rich, one who's currently in pain, one who's willing to pay for solutions and then start listing out all their problems. Right. And th this is exactly, again, another one of the things I do to create the sales page is I start listing out all the problems that I know they have. And I ask them the problems that they have. And I ask them what it is they're struggling with. And then I will rank the problem. And I'm going to dedicate my entire business to solving that problem. So I'm going to get picky on the problem I choose. Because it will influence the offer I create and the message and the funnel. Um, I don't, anyway, I'm going to go in and I'm going to look at it and I'm going to say, okay, what problem is most valuable? 
right? If I was to solve this, what is valuable for the customer and what's valuable to my pocket? And I, because not all problems pay you the same, right? How yeah, do groceries worth different amounts? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, I'm gonna solve the problem. How to put groceries in a bag at the end of a shopping line? Like that doesn't pay very much because it's not a valuable problem. It's not a real intense. So like, to be an entrepreneur is to be a problem solver. So go choose the problem you're gonna solve. Dedicate your whole business to one, and that's what you make your core offer around. And then suddenly people are like, what? You create these little hooks and these stories around it that are jarring. Like, oh my gosh, look at my attention. Look at the attention here and there. And suddenly it's the game gets a lot easier when you do it that way and get out of your own way. What do I like? You're not the one buying it. Who cares? <laughs> you got to get rid of that. <laughs> so, so it really all comes back to the who comes back to your dream customer, your avatar. And that's, that's the reason that I built like what I'm building right now and going through because yeah. I think this system's going to be awesome. It literally takes that avatar and then you can, you know, take this piece, this piece and extract them, put them over into story blocking and then a sales page. So it makes awesome. the process so much easier. It's literally like copy and paste almost. And, you know, I'm proud of these people, and I'm super excited about it. But I'm glad that you said it because now I have a little credibility. And I'm, it's <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm going to take this recording, cut out that piece that I, and I'm going to say, it. Eve is preaching the same thing as me. Buy my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, it's like, yeah, we, we get, what's the funnel? What's the funnel? It's like, uh, most of you don't even know what your dream customer is. Most of you don't know what a market is, much less know how to define what your market is. And uh, understanding that, funnel building gets way easy. Mm hmm. Yeah. Cool, dude. Well, again, super happy to have you on. It's been a pleasure. Um, Steve Larson, everybody. Hey, give him a round of applause. <laughs> hey, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. I had a ton of fun. All right, man. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening. Do you want some serious training to help you get more money out of your funnels? Recently, 100 people joined me in a live three-day masterclass showing you how to develop your avatar, then create the perfect hooks, sales messages, and offers that will have them begging for your products. Do you want those recordings for free? Head over to FunnelAvatar.com to get instant access today, and then we'll catch you on the next episode.